Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today we welcome the host of Blue Blood Wisdom podcast, Ellen Catherine Shamilov. We are excited to have Ellen here with us today as she's going to share some of her wisdom that she's learned along her journey. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Can we just give our listeners a little history about what inspired you on your journey to create your beautiful website? And I love how you call yourself an uplifter. So you talk about how you want to create global change as an uplifter, supporting warriors transitions into a goddess. I freaking love that. Thank you. Pretty much uh, my husband and I, when we met, we made a deal that we would always grow together spiritually and you know develop and be better people we, we went to some retreats and there was one retreat that we went to where i was working at this last place where the the boss of mine was uh, very tough it was really hard when we went there we learned about in this retreat we had all these amazing services all these amazing things and all of a sudden i had such an opening my vibration lifted so much that I saw everything that I was going to be doing, what it meant at that point. I didn't really know to the full extent. And my journey from that time, which was like three years ago to now has been learning and implementing the life lessons that help you get into a certain vibration. They, they help you make life easier. I felt deep in my bones that these lessons they mean something because when I connected the dots of what they were and how they work together, I thought, wow, wow. So amazing. Like, so I'll give you the life lessons, uh, identity, separation, judgment, forgiveness, control, divine guidance, and unconditional love. What I understood what have been doing the work is there are three major lessons that play out everywhere and also connected to certain ailments people have always, most people who have stomach issues, any digestive issues, it always connects back to separation, judgment, forgiveness, and control. So there's four. I started my journey with judging, right? Because I looked at it and I thought, wow, I really criticize myself a lot. And I also judge other people a lot. And I was noticing as soon as I, because I made an intention that now I'm going to learn these lessons. So I became aware that, oh, I was judging somebody. Oh, I was doing this. Oh, I was doing that. Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to judge anymore. I'm not going to. And even if I do it, I forgive myself. There's forgiveness. Because I know that I'm still going through my journey and I'm bringing awareness to it. So I'm allowing myself to learn as I go through it. And to, as long as I am doing better, right? Not still staying stagnant or moving backwards. I'm doing better and growing. I am being adaptable to understanding um, how this journey works. So forgiveness was the second thing. Identity, when you go through certain losses in your life, you, it's mainly because it's teaching you identity. So losing your business, losing people, things that are being lost constantly, loss is a big thing. That falls under forgiveness and under identity. Get to that point where you identify yourself as something more than just a human. So for me, that's where identity played a role. Identity can play a role in so many different ways, but the way I see it is 
who are you and why like if you lost the business maybe the business isn't for you so you start soul searching like what do you want to do what are you going to do what are you going to do now how are you going to get from a to b and it gets you into that journey of understanding that hey maybe this business wasn't for you and maybe you're supposed to do something else so you start learning more about yourself and who you are that's i feel how identity plays a role in our human journey and it can be uh layers you know because once you get through that particular layer let's say there could be another layer of, all right, now I know I'm a spiritual being and I have more. Um, I can look into different aspects of things and have a different perspective. Then you go into a different layer where, like, I feel like I'm going to that layer right now of trying to understand what my soul origin is, right? Because everybody says there's labels and I don't want to label things, but in our human mind, because this is what we understand things to be the labels play a role to help us, right? For example, why do I want to know what soul origin I have? Because if I know what soul origin I'm from, I know that every star being, every star system has a different mission, right? They all have a different mission. And how you connect to that and are able to really fulfill that mission will give you more fulfillment because you know that you are really on that particular place that you're supposed to be versus just teaching or just doing every mundane thing that people are doing, right? That's where I feel like different levels could occur. And it, listen, the experience could be different for everybody, but this is just my experience. In AA, they called an onion. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were calling it in divine healing too, peeling the onion. Um, the journey was just, you know, going through this whole trying to figure out what I wanted to do. But when I came back from my vacation, I knew that I wanted to work with the life lessons. I knew that I had to open my business. I knew that it had to be higher vibrations. I knew that all the information that came flooding through me was what I needed to do. And this journey just went from there. Like you said like in your bio, you reclaimed your divinity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I was a child, I knew that there were spirits around me. I couldn't see all of them. There was a point where, so I remember always going to sleep and praying to God, praying to my angels, praying to um, even beings that I didn't know were there. I just was like, all right, guys, help me. And I said what I wanted. I gave them my, my stuff and just life was going through it. I remember seeing, I don't know if I should call it an entity, but I had this girl that was behind me every single time. And when I looked in the mirror, I would see her. If I would turn my eye, I would see her. And I got scared, mm -hmm. so scared, because I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what she wanted. I didn't know why she was there. There were times when I didn't see her, but I felt an energy around me. And it, like, for example, my sister was one day, she, she asked me for change. Like, can I have the, ch I had it in my hands. My hands were this closed. You can see it because you're on video, but others can't. <laughs> I had my fingers like locked, completely closed with change in them. And I remember when she tried to take the change, I was holding it really tight. And I said, no, it was like someone literally pried my fingers open and the change all just popped out. And I remember that so clearly. And I thought there's something around here. I, I remember how I felt when I saw that and when I felt that, and I thought, oh my God, there's something here. And then I would have the TV going on and off. And then I would have the radio. I love listening to the radio on loud, but then the radio blasted up so high that I freaked out, turned it off and ran out of my house. 
because mm-hmm. I knew something was there. And mm-hmm. all those experiences just made me shut down because I was scared. I didn't know what I was dealing with. I couldn't talk to anybody about it. And I just kept it inside. It took me this journey, right? To go through this victim mentality and to really go through life experiences and feeling like, oh my God, I'm being bullied and all these people hate me. And uh, I have this problem and this job and blah, 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 blah. But then when I started waking up to seven life lessons and I went from a victim, and this is what most humans feel like, this is what I have. This is the life I have. I hate my life. And you feel like life is happening to you. You don't take power. You don't take control. But when you start to get into a different perspective, a different level of understanding, right? And using your knowledge and incorporating it into your daily experience, you become wise about what is happening and why it's happening. This is the way I see life now. I am the creator. I take responsibility. If my vibration is at a certain point, that means that this is what I'm projecting out there. It also means that I have the responsibility to clear out ancestral lineage stuff because those are things that carry on from other lifetimes if they're not cleared it is our responsibility right now as we are raising humanity's vibration to clear ourselves and clear our lineage and make sure that we have a clear path to be able to move forward and i was just talking about that to me this morning (laughs) (laughs) i would love to talk to you guys like (laughs) So then, you know, when you have a level of responsibility, you understand that you're not a victim anymore, but now you're a warrior because I was at the point where I almost committed suicide and I was just really, this was before my family and it was part of my journey that I was in denial about for a very long time and it came up recently and now I'm owning up to it because I realized I was ashamed and I realized that at that moment when I felt that that desperation to just end it. This was, I was depressed for a very long time. I was angry for a very long time since childhood. My mom used to say how I was always angry about stuff. Mm -hmm. So I know that there's stuff that I came along with from other lifetimes, as well as what I endured in my mom's womb as she was depressed because she lost her child prior to being being Mm -hmm. pregnant with me. So she was going through a lot. I took a lot. There was a lot of things happening right? And instead now of me looking at it as a victim and saying, this is what life gave me and it sucks and I can't do anything about it. No, this is what I chose before I came down here. And now I know that there's something for me to work on in this lifetime. I have lessons that I'm here to learn. I have experiences that are going to teach me this lesson. And now let me go through it. And I'm asking my guidance right now to assist me in every day to understand what it is that I'm learning so that I can gracefully go through it and be able to adapt to it. My husband was actually the catalyst to this because when I started dating Kim, I was teaching him about the spirit world. I'm like, how the hell do I know this stuff? We were just talking and talking seems to be the the thing that makes me uh, channel more. So we were talking and all this stuff and I Googled it after I would tell him stuff just to think like, am I crazy? Where am I getting this information from? And people seem to have the same information. So I knew I could prove it to him if he asked me for proof. Yeah. So he was the catalyst. And then after that, since we were doing a lot of emotional healing and clearing and stuff like that, we were going on this journey to literally be able to be better people and clear ourselves out. And that's what got me further into, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to have my business. I'm going to coach people. I'm going to help people. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. 
Well, the, the part about the suicide, I just want to mention that was like several years, I'm going to say 12 or 14 years uh, ago. And that time I was going through something stupid where I felt like I made a lot of mistakes, right? And I was beating myself up for it because I pushed people away in my life and it made me lose people around me. I, lose, I lost so many connections. I lost friends. I hated myself for the mistakes that I made. And I hated the fact that I was being like shunned away from them that, and from my mom, the issues that I had with my mom, my sister took me in to her house. And that's where I was sleeping with her in the bed because we, she had a studio and she just took me in because she knew I was going through stuff. So I just felt so desperate to want to leave that I had already the tools in my hands about to hang myself. And um, I, I'm sorry. When that happened, I remember looking at my sister and thinking, holy shit, what is this going to do to her? How is she going to feel? Because I know she's going to blame herself for the longest time. And just like all these things started flooding into me, just like to stop. And at that time I knew, all right, I can't do this because that's where like I felt I I need to work through my stuff I called friends over they came to meet me at that time just to talk to me and to help me and then I decided to go through uh therapy (laughs) yeah it didn't help thank god that I mean I'm so grateful you're here and you found your purpose because you're living that out when you were younger did your upbringing in the religion affect you? Yeah, but we also saw right through it. And we used to always get upset. Like, why, why can't you just speak up? And why can't you just, you know, say certain things? And why can't you just whatever? Let people just accept you for who you are. Why do you need to put these masks on? Um, we didn't say those words exactly, but it was pretty much along those lines. Yeah. And, you know, I went dabbling into religion. I became religious at a certain point for six months. I was wearing skirts. I was going to synagogue every Saturday. They're praying, davening for the whole day. I think what I expected was for those people to be better um, because the people that I was around were terrible. And, you know, in school, always made fun of and stuff like that. And I thought maybe in Judaism, these people are going to be better. I want kind people to be with. I thought those were the people. And when I saw that they too, I walked into someone talking some nasty things about me and I never did anything to this person. So I thought, what? This is what religion is? No, 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 no. I don't want to be part of it. And ever since then, I decided I'm not going to be part of this. And I also had another situation where someone was lying to me and I thought, you guys learn to be good people, to not talk behind someone's back, to be respectful and honest. And you guys learn to uh, do all these things, but you're not incorporating in your life. I can't, I can't be part of that kind of community. And I remember even just being completely so turned off by it. And that's that, that was that for me with religion. When highly sensitive kids awaken um, too early, it can lead to suicide because they're just so freaked out if they're not supported and what they know they've awakened too early so a lot of times like shutting it down is good because they don't really have the tools yet to grow to be able to accept it the hard road you start to doubt everything you believe in another thing i wanted just to say real quickly is your ancestry being jewish 
Yeah. Have you done ancestry work? No. That's why I wanted to do it with you, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's not just living your divine mission, which is great, because once you understand what your divine mission is, you want to get to that point. But part of your living the divine mission is to be on the journey to clear. And that's right. been something that I've been trying to accept myself because it's, you know, surrendering to be more open to allow myself to clear out these things, but you don't force it. You just bring the intention. And when you bring the intention without a, yeah, without a human body, without dense physical bodies, when we're just the spirit, our intention will get us from point A to point B because you're vibrating at that frequency. So Mm -hmm. if my intention now in the human form is so strong that I want to clear it out, then that's what's going to happen next. Which is the same way you manifest things as well. Exactly. Exactly. So, and I was just thinking about ancestry should be a huge part of identity. People forget about. That's what um, identity is. You are knowing that you are more than just a human. You've got other things that make you who you are. It's so interesting, isn't it? It's amazing. It's a journey. It's learning who you are at a soul level. That's why I said there's different levels. And that's why I'm at that point where now I want to know where I'm really from. The origin, yeah. Yeah, so that I could just get there and just be able to incorporate all of it. But that's also part of ego because, you know, the ego wants to know more information. And that's where surrender comes in so that you can let go and just intend and allow it to just come when it's ready. Oh, I like that message a lot, Ellen. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a message I keep reminding myself every morning. I forgot to do it this morning, so I'm going to have to do it after. <laughs> well, remind yourself and remind all of us. Yes. I wrote down and I recorded it so I can listen to mm-hmm. myself, and, you know, hear it a thousand times because, you know, re- repetition is what helps to mm-hmm. drill it in. Basically, I say that I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. And I tell myself that regardless of what happens, everything is teaching me a lesson and I'm surrendering to the universe to allow this experience to come and for me to be open to it. It's going to be a great day. It's a great day. I'm open. I'm surrendering. I'm an open vessel for whatever's meant to come. Everything's a lesson. I know that I understand that. And I'm free to open up to, to this lesson. And I recorded it just so that I can remember exactly what it is and just start my day off with that note and be able yeah. to have that mentality as I go through the day. I love that. You're just, you know what? I'm on my journey. I'm going to share with others the things that I've learned along the way and hope that it, it can help them and heal them and bring light to their life. But still knowing that I'm still on my journey. I'm still learning every day. Yeah. It took me a long time to get there because I, when I was a business owner, I thought, Oh my God, I have to be perfect. I have to show people that I'm fully healed and I have to do all these things and portray a certain image and it wasn't working. It wasn't authentic. And now, um, recently, since this whole suicide thing came up again, I realized where I'm going and what I'm doing. And a lot of people are going to benefit from this because, you know, even if you're 80, you're still going through a journey. You're still learning stuff. You're not going to master anything. So if any of those gurus that you hear, the one that, no, they, they are not fully mastered. They are still, because we are attached to this 3d matrix, even if you detach because you're, a multidimensional being, you are going to have the highs and lows. You're going to have these 3D moments. And then when you get there, 
you just say to yourself, well, I'm having this third dimensional experience right now. I'm going to allow this experience to teach me what it's supposed to teach me and, and get me through it and just be gentle with yourself. And then the next day you could be at a fifth dimensional level where you're just like flying high and like super happy and everything is great and nothing is bothering you and everything that is happening, you know, it's like a lesson. You know how I live my life? I literally know that I feel like everybody is just playing a part in a play. That's a, this is a play where like every single person is just playing their role. So every time when I look at these things and for example, my dad told me the other day something that he did to my mom a long time ago. And I mm -hmm. thought, what a dick move. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. For a moment. And it was literally a moment because the, that part of me rushed in and said, Oh, it was what he was supposed to do. That was his role. I can't be mad at what he chose to do. He's just playing what he asked. Yeah. He chose to come here because that's the experience he wanted. They partnered mm -hmm. in their life, right? Yeah, in that's their theirs. World so that they can have that experience. So I can't be mad at what he did to my mom. If you get to that level, you're living as a multidimensional being. And you're free. There's yeah. so much freedom in that. There is freedom when you fully let go. I'll tell you that because I've noticed that the days where I come out and I feel like I'm on this 3D shithole, you know, I have to keep on reminding myself, which is why I decided to do that recording because no matter what feeling I have in the morning, I want to listen to it to make sure that I remember what I'm doing. Amazing chapter in the AA book that talks about how we all try to be the directors of our own play. Really? And yeah, and it's about surrender. And I'm going to send it to you because it really just resonated with what you were talking about. So do you feel like if you followed the seven life lessons, that this is a good tool for you to be able to get through it? Yes. So that's what got me from victim to warrior. And then to a certain level from warrior to getting to the goddess. I'm the victim is the suicidal Ellen that really hated her life, wanted to, to just end it, you know, accepts the fact that this is her shitty life. The warrior aspect is someone who knows these things, who knows it's not a victim, but is now trying to fight to get to a higher vibration. So it's once you can incorporate the seven life lessons, you become more aware of what's going on in your life. You start to observe, especially when you do like cold activation, you will start to become like a seriously observe, like the observer in your life. What is happening? Why is this happening? And the inner dialogue starts to increase with the higher self and your guides communicating with you because now you are asking for guidance and they are giving it to you. And you are also opening yourself up to the intuition so the intuitive aspect of you, the higher self that's coming into your body and allowing you to be the observer of things that are happening so that you can now go from the warrior to the goddess, be in a higher state where you're going to be able to really have a different perspective and make things easier for you to be able to handle. That's powerful. I want to be a goddess. Is that like the <laughs> ultimate goal, right? I think I'll, be, I think I'll you're find there. the goddess within. I think you're I ready there. Oh, no, definitely not.
I think that if we continue on this purpose and journey that we're all on, hopefully we can share these tools and people won't have to go through as much pain and trauma and get to such a dark place that we did. You know, we want to help people. We want people to feel better. Everybody, you know, all of us that decided to take that clarion call and be here to support humanity's evolution. But do you think that people who don't go through the situations that, you know, cancer, suicidal thoughts or whatever, that they would actually have a transformation in their life? The full transformation is spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. it, it sucks, but yeah. it's what we asked for because there has to be, this is just part of the 3D world and part of the physicality that we're in. There just has to be this, this point that will just push us. And that was the same thing about my sister. When she um, had some accidents with her eye, it was no accident. It's what she chose. And, and she was saying how much she hated the situation. And I asked her, if you didn't have this eye problem, would you have gone the route that you have gone now? No. Her answer was no. Yeah. No. And you look at the situation that you have and really just be grateful for it and yeah. say with intention how thankful you are that you have this because yeah. it is now your savior. It is what has gotten you to the next level. Forgive yourself for being so harsh about your, your journey. And loving yourself without conditions which is the yeah, unconditional, so the unconditional part love is like the ultimate thing that we get into. And thank you so much for bringing that up because when you can stop judging and when you can forgive yourself and when you can, you, when you can get yourself to a certain point where you surrender and go with the flow and be able to ask your divine guidance for assistance in your everyday life, you can have that love because now you are looking at your life and this is what a goddess is. You are looking at your life as this beautiful creation that you now have power over. You are the creator, so you have the power to create whatever other experience you want. And if you want a better experience, fine, clear out the stuff, take responsibility, do all that stuff, it's fine, clear it, and then be able to move forward. And then love everything that you have because it's what got you to where you are. Let's talk about the light activation meditation. Oh my goddess. <laughs> oh, I was feeling it. <laughs> this was a powerful thing that we use in divine healing that was given to us to permission to use. I changed it a little bit to fit in with what I wanted for the experience for other people. Okay. So took some of it and I took the other parts of it and I kind of meshed around with um, my experiences and how I felt with it. Every single person, including myself, that has tried this activation, the first three days, it's always been a high. Like you're <laughs> energetic, you're totally loving life, everything is amazing. And that's because you have so much light that has been flooding into your body and your body is trying to anchor that in and adapt. And then once it gets acclimated into the body and fully anchored, there's not much light that's flooding in every place. So then your body is just going to feel so tired because the physical body needs rest. Everybody that does this always ends up releasing a few days later. In a I'm few excited. Days. So I'm curious what people's experiences are because, you know, I'm trying to mm -hmm. understand what you've done in the past versus what you're doing now and why it's making you cleanse and purge and, you know, stuff like that. How many days should one do this for? 
I would say every day, if you can try once or twice a day, but you have to see how you feel in a couple of days. When I was doing this very often, I was doing it twice a day. I went through these ups and downs, ups and downs, just like constantly releasing something, constantly feeling angry and all these things that I thought went away, just keep on coming up and getting purged out of my system. And it takes a few days. It doesn't happen right away. And then all of a sudden you're just like, okay, I know I'm done now and I don't have to do this anymore. No, I would say continue. You're always oh. activating. You're always activating. I would really love for you guys to challenge yourselves to do it every single day for 30 days. I don't okay. care if it's in the morning. I don't care if it's in the evening, whatever you feel more comfortable with, but do that and see no, I love it. what happens. But if you feel yeah. like you really need a break, you know, follow your intuition and guidance and take a break. But I'd love for you guys to see what experience you have. Okay. And, we will and we will definitely be posting that link so that our listeners can take advantage of this too. And I challenge okay. our listeners to do the same. We're all about sharing our experience. And um, I love that Sh Shanna's energy is so like vibrant today. I love to see it. So it's funny because we always talk about how, you know, we love talking about things we experience while well, I'm letting everyone know that I'm seeing it. It worked on Shanna. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. You're doing a lot. You've got a podcast. You've got this cool game. You've got the light activation. Is Tell us the about five the game. Day game. The five day is the pregame. It's basically, it'll give you the tools, the little techniques that you can use to be able to become the creator. I talk about manifestation because that's the word people recognize, but it's not manifestation, it's creation. So I okay. teach you about the like laws that. of creation, right? Because you are going into the goddess. So you get to play God for uh, five days. You are God in a physical body. You get to play what God does. You have no fears. You have like nothing holding you back. You're the most powerful thing in the world that you just got to go and live it. Right. So that's what the five days is about. That's fun. That sounds like Jim Carrey's movie. Bruce Almighty. Yes. Yeah, I did. We'll call it Ellen Almighty. <laughs> it's called the um, Goddess Unleashed pregame. Then yeah. we have the actual game that is a program and the reason why well the pregame is more fun because you get points and you get all these things for just participating right and then there's at the end you would get um, whoever gets a certain amount of points would get certain prizes but then there's also the actual game which is there's not that many points but it's points for yourself for your life <laughs> but um it's a program that i basically walk people through and what i did in there was I connected the science behind mm -hmm. the tone of truth. Love it. And the tone of truth is one of the major things that you would like, I think they're all major. They're all super important, but it's the tone of truth is the commandments you're making out into this universe for what it is that you're decreeing. There's a certain level of tone of truth that you can speak, but what it does to your body mm -hmm. is what I connected. Like raising your vibration. Talking about how, but not only raising your vibration, it's not only the electromagnetic field, but it's literally with the cells in your body and your mm -hmm. brain, like how your brain reacts, how your brain forms all these different neurons and pathways to creating something different. So can you tell our listeners other things that you offer as well? So right now the program encompasses all the things that I do. So what I would do is break down your name and be able to give you a little bit of information of in the Hebrew phonetics. I would break down your name so that you can see what your spiritual gifts are, what is encoded in you as like what your divine mission could potentially be. Kind of like numerology. 
Yeah, but that's like just to give you some information perspective, right? It's yeah, like, so like fun too. Out. And then um, with that is also the time ender. I call it a time ender because you're basically embodying. Uh, well, I would connect a certain um, frequency, whatever I see for you, for that particular person to embody that frequency kind of like the genie entering your mind and it goes through your body. So everybody has their own that would fit for them. Start to hear more of the inner dialogue because you're going to pick up more of the intuition that's coming through and embodying that type of energy on a daily basis. It's super cool. And what it does with the time bender, you can do it separate as a session or when you join the program itself, not the game, but the program itself includes the time bender, which allows you from what I calculated, saves about 20 hours a week because Whoa. you're not wasting time thinking anymore. You're just going with the flow and you're allowing things to happen. You're doing things that you're meant to do. So mm -hmm. versus like if I use my ego mind every morning and decided to do something that is just not going to work out and I'm pushing and pushing and pushing yeah. to make it work. So you're being spiritually productive. Yes. There you go. Oh, I love that. Spiritually productive. I'm going to put that on my website. Yes. Spiritually productive. And then divine healing. So my thing for me is even though I like the idea that I'm a healer, I also want other people to know that they can heal themselves. So what I do is I make the divine healing part, uh, part of it, not an individual course, not an individual session, Mm -hmm. But I do it on an energetic level for everybody in the program because I want people to hear the words that I'm using and I want them to be able to use that on, in their life so that they can be able to use the same process. It doesn't have to be the exact same words, but it's the same process. And if they want extra sessions, then I would give them a discounted rate to have um, an extra session that's more personalized for them. So, and you also have a podcast. Your podcast is Blue the Blood Blue Blood Wisdom. Wisdom Podcast. Yes. <laughs> and of course you can find that on all major platforms and you share a lot of your personal stories, your journey of healing. I want to tell you that as Shanna's best friend, her energy is freaking on fire. At the beginning of the podcast, I was just watching her facial expressions and her aura that I can see around her. And man, she is activated. Light activations. Amazing. <laughs> wow. I think everyone should do it. <laughs> Tell our listeners if they're curious and where could they find it? So on my website, say to download the light code activation first. I would put them through a series of emails just because I, the emails itself was going to help them number one, remind them to do it. And number two, know what they're going through and then be able to, if they wanted to join the pregame. So on my website, um, everywhere on it is all about the pregame. So they just have to click on the button that says the pregame and then they would be able to join a wait list that should be starting at the end of August. And that's at ellencatherine.com. Yes. Ellen is E-L-L-Y-N. Catherine with a K. Yes. And, Thank you. Yeah. And I just have to say to our listeners, her website is beautiful. It's also super easy to access. I love your website. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. I'm going to definitely hit you up to help me to decode my name. I'm interested. I knew in that. you were going to say that. I had a feeling when I said it, yeah. she's going to ask. Her. Well, you have been just light today. So thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much. Have a great day there. Right. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. 
Thanks for listening.